Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey everybody, welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins, and there's an old statement that says, a picture is worth a thousand words. What you're looking at right here, folks, is the market over the last year. It's definitely trending lower. And people say, well, we're in a recession. People say that, well, we're not going to have a recession. People say that, well, it's going to be a soft landing. It's going to be elongated. There's a lot of things swirling around utilizing the word recession. Do you know what a recession is and what it takes for a recession to happen? So, you know something, based upon what we see here, let's talk about how we got here and what you can do as a vector vest or as an investor in the market, how you can help yourself even during these times. If you want to know how to do just that, you sit right there. Hey everybody, Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. Always love bringing these videos to your attention. Glad that you're here. If you're brand new to the channel, I invite you right now, take a second, hit that subscribe button, and hit the bell icon so that you'll be alerted to when videos like this come out, you'll be the first to know. If you like the content, by all means, smash that like button. Let us know that it was worth your time to be here to watch this video and share, share, share the content to let other people know what we're doing over here to educate investors in the stock market. All right, so as I look at this graph right now over the last year, I'm gonna draw a trend line from this high that took place Back in uh, November of 2021, I can draw a line connecting the highs. There's the market, folks. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And a lot of people are feeling it. They're feeling it in their 401s. They're feeling it in their investments. And we are in a bear run, but still in a bull market. Now, many of you are going to step back and go, you're crazy. How can you actually tell me that we're still in a bull market? Well, I'm going to explain some of the things that move economies or move stock markets globally. And there's only three things that if you really look into and boil it down, down that actually move markets globally. And one of them is earnings. All right. So we're going to dive deep into that. But as I mentioned, this is the market. And I say that we're in a bull market, but we have a bear run. And do you have opportunities to make money to the upside? Absolutely. Look at this run here, this run here, this run here. But notice after every run, we get right to that level that I drew as a level of resistance, bounce down, fall hard. This one, we didn't even get there. And this one, we didn't even get there as well. But the market continues to fall. How low can you go? And the market's still steadily looking for a bottom, and people are still saying that it's going to come. We've bottomed out, and we're going to rock and roll. But let me let you know something. By looking at our market timing graph, what am I really looking for to establish a real bottom to start moving up? 
we've got to break through the downtrend that we're looking at over the last year in the market before we can really say that the market is ready to bottom and really take off. But the news is still negative. What's the big news? Inflation. All-time high over the last four, uh, last 40 years, 9.1%. There's a lot of things moving around, and we're going to get into that right now. All right, so let's start off with what is a recession. A recession is a significant decline in economic activity that lasts for months or even years. Experts declare a recession when a nation's economy experiences negative gross domestic product or the GDP, rising levels of unemployment, falling retail sales, and contracting measures of income and manufacturing for an extended period of time. Recessions are considered an unavoidable part of the business cycle. Why is that? Well, because markets rise. They can't rise forever. And we stimulate the economy by giving stimulus so that we can get people and get uh, get people working to get the economy running. And that's great. But the byproduct of stimulus, the byproduct of monetary policy to push up the economy is going to be inflation. Inflation is going to run hot at some point in time. And then it's the Fed's job to come in and slow the economy down. One of the major tools that they use for that is Interest rates. By raising interest rates, they make money harder for people to get, takes it out of the economy, and slows the economy down. Are we at that point? Well, yes and no. GDP has gone down for two quarters in a row. But what else is happening? Companies, for the most part, are still meeting or exceeding their earnings expectations, and that still shows economic growth. But the growth is slowing down. Now, does the Fed still raise rates in an economy that's already slowing down? And they're getting hawkish. They're getting more hawkish because inflation is at such a high number. And at some point in time, the Fed's going to have to make a decision. Do we keep raising rates even though the economy is slowing down? And do we do it at what clip? Or do we pull back a little bit? And if you do, then inflation starts to take off again. This is a tight rope that the Fed has got to walk at this particular point and time. Now, let's talk about the three things that move markets globally. Earnings, interest, and inflation. No matter what happens in any uh, market, when you look at the good things and the bad things, these are the three things that move markets globally. Earnings is the good guys. As long as companies are can make money and hire more people and grow in their R&D and expand, that's great for an economy. Now, that hasn't started to change yet, even though interest rates are starting to rise. Why? Because it's going to take a couple of quarters for that to happen. My personal thinking is this quarter of earnings reporting and next quarter going into the fourth quarter of the year of earnings reporting are really going to start to show the signs of the effects of rising interest rates. Because if companies are having a hard time borrowing money or they have to pay money back at a higher rate, that takes more money out of their pockets and it affects the bottom line overall. All right. So let's talk about each one of them. Earnings. It's an economic uh, indicator of economic growth. As I mentioned, though, GDP is down for two quarters. So economic growth is starting to slow down a little bit. But the other side of it is still companies are meeting or exceeding their earnings expectations. Fact set shows that more companies than not 
are still meeting their earnings expectations. Companies can still hire people and provide jobs. The second part of looking at if we're in a recession is high unemployment. Unemployment is not high. It's still sitting at 3.6%, but I'm going to talk about that also in a second. Inflation. It was looked at as transitory for the longest time, even though the economy was being spurred on. That now has been taken back saying, we made a mistake. Your Uncle Glenn here was telling you long time ago when they said that it was transitory, that it was bunk. It was not right. Transitory means that it's going to just come and go. Well, when you put as much money as you put into the economy, transitory ain't the word. Inflation is inflation. It's at a 40-year high at 9.1%, cost of goods almost doubling over the last year. I told the story on one of my streams that uh, I went to go buy bacon at Food Kitty. Ah, sorry, Food Lion. I went to go buy bacon. $10 for a pound of bacon. Good gravy. That's like, whoa. I'm like, that's crazy. But that's what inflation does. Rents and mortgages are increasing. Uh, there's a lot of people that are renting saying that the rates are going up. And you know something? Maybe tr- people are trying to price people out of their apartments so that they can get more money. People are willing to pay more money. You got to live, right? You got to live. Cost of doing business is increasing. Again, as a company, if I borrow money, I've got to pay it back at a higher rate. And the Fed acted too late. I think everybody can get on board with that, saying that they added, acted too late by calling it transitory as well. The third thing, interest rates. One of the tools that the Fed uses to cool off a hot economy. Now, they've got other tools, as Todd Schaefer says, they've got other levers that they can pull. I'm not going to get into those. The main tool that they have is interest rates. By raising interest rates, making it harder for people to get money, taking that money out of the economy and making the dollar stronger by doing so uh, is one of the tools that they have. Now, another thing that most people don't look at, even with the raising of the rates, we are still at historically low rates. Why? Because we've been moving up for the last 10 years in a nice bolstering economy. A lot of that was done by lowering interest rates, lowering interest rates, lowering interest rates, especially after 2007, 2008 housing bubble. Rising inflation causes the Fed to become more hawkish. The next rate, most people are thinking it's going to be another another 75 basis points. All right. Um, some people are even saying it might be a whole point uh, as well as the Fed is becoming more hawkish. And now you ask the question, are we in a recession? Well, there's a couple of things to look at for that. Uh, you look at the Fed, what the Fed's job is to do. They are mandated by Congress to maintain a stable economy and keep low unemployment. Hmm. The unemployment number. So now, it made me think about that a little bit. Unemployment is still low. People are still looking for people to work, but nothing is taking into effect the people who have dropped out of the work pool, the job pool, and there's a lot of that happening. So even though it shows a lot of employers are looking for people, if you've got a smaller pool to pull from, then what happens? You can't hire as many people as you want to hire for business. That's the reason why you still go to a restaurant and you're still waiting for 40, 45 minutes to an hour to sit at a table in a restaurant that's only half full because they've only got two employees or two wait staff waiting on the tables. So the unemployment number really doesn't take into effect the amount of people who are moving out of the work pool. Monetary policy. Well, 
The Fed's job is to raise or lower interest rates to spur or slow down the economy. So when I say that the Fed is still looking to raise interest rates into a slower economy, how often or how long are they willing to do that if the the job of the rising of the interest rates is taking effect? I'm telling you, you look for this quarter, which is the third quarter and the fourth quarter of 2022, you're going to watch earnings. Banks have already started to disappoint for the first uh, reporting of banks coming out this year so far or for the third quarter. I think you're going to start to see a lot more of that. I think in this quarter, though, more companies will meet or exceed their earnings expectations, but at a lower number than the first two quarters. And then I think that in quarter four, a lot more companies are going to start missing earnings. That's just my two cents in regards to that based upon what's going on with interest rates, even though they're still historically low. Now, the big question comes up, how do you make money in this environment? And the VectorVest system provides all of the answers. So let's go back into the software and I've got some stocks for you to take a look at. I'm going to go to my viewers tab. Here's five stocks that I want you to actually six stocks that I want you to keep your eyes on in the current situation that we're in now. But I need to explain a couple of things that the VectorVest software provides that nobody provides to help me make the right decisions on the types of stocks that I want to look at. While that graph shows that the market is going down, I want to show you what these stocks are doing and why. First off, we've got to look at the engine that drives stock prices higher. The engine that drives stock prices higher is earnings. And our earnings per share, or EPS, is forecasted one year ahead. Why is that important? Because I can get the solid number of what a stock made or what the earnings were. What does that tell me going forward? Nothing. So we look at past earnings, we look at current earnings, and we look at analysts' earnings to forecast one year ahead on what earnings should be at this time next year. This gives me a feeling that if the earnings should be higher uh, next year than it was this year or lower, that's why we forecast one year out. So when you look at our earnings, it's going to be different than many people out there because it is a one-year forecast. What else do I want to look at? The earnings growth. I want to make sure that not only do these companies have positive earnings, but at what clip are they growing their earnings? And all my earnings growth rates are greater than 10%. I want to make sure that they're growing their earnings at a double-digit clip because companies that make money are companies that are attractive to investors like me to want to buy. Now, keep in mind, 80% of the stocks move with the, the general trend of the market. But I'm trying to find the stocks that have the capabilities to outperform the market, even though the market is moving down. You saw that graph. The market is moving down. But we're going to take a look at these stocks. Now, if earnings is the engine that drives a stock's price higher, what is the fuel for the engine? And the fuel for the engine is sales growth. No matter what company you have, a company's growth is always built off of its sales, its ability to grow the sales and bring the money into the company. How about I've got one of these stocks has got a sales growth rate of 126%. Do you think that that stock will do good even in recessionary types of a situation? They're making money. 
They're making money. They've got positive earnings and they're growing. So that is the reason why I picked the stocks that I did. I ran a search within the VectorVest software. Uh, quick search for those of you who are VectorVest subscribers. Uh, this is the search that I ran. All right. I ran stocks greater than a dollar, average volume greater than 250,000. Stocks growth rate greater than 10 and the sales growth rate greater than 10 sorted by VST. I went through the list and I cherry picked six stocks for you to take a look at during this point in time right now. All right. So that's the backstory. Let's graph them all and let's go put these all on a six month graph. Let's go put them on on a six month graph. And here's the indicators that I'm talking about. Earnings per share earnings growth, and sales growth. Now, we saw what that graph looked like over the last year, right? Look at what these stocks are doing. They're going against the trend. Now, do they have some pullbacks? Absolutely. But be, based on the uh, forward earnings, the earnings growth and the, and the sales growth, look at the stock's ability to rebound and keep moving up higher. If when I go and buy ARLP right now, no, I'd wait for it to take out that six-month high sitting at 21.24. I'd put it in buy order at uh, 12 cents higher than the high. Look at the earnings per share. Look at the earnings growth. Look at the sales growth. That's why I like this even in recessionary times. Let's go look at the next stock, Musa. Now that's in the petroleum field. Again, the graph of the market going down, this graph going up, coming off of a six-month high right now. Now, the sales growth bothers me a little bit, but they still grow their sales at a 45% clip. Even though it's lower than it was six months ago, that's still an outstanding way of growing their earnings, of growing their sales. Here's the earnings growth rate, stair-step effect, earnings per share, the engine, and the fuel both pushing the stock's price higher. Again, right now, two or three days off of the most recent six-month high. Let's go to the next stock. Now, this one is a little bit more volatile in its move. A lot of downward, not a going, uh, uh, gapped up, pulled back, found a solid level of support, sitting at $80.24. I'd like to move higher. Earnings per share looks good. Earnings growth, not as good as the other two stocks, but still good. Nonetheless, at 34 and again, sales growth at 32 even though it's pulling back. This is more of my hmm, aggressive play looking at stocks to take advantage of during these times. Swirl, telecom, cellular, wow. Nicely moving up over the last six months. Look at that earnings per share, earnings growth, sales growth. Man, all of them are doing good. One day off of the six-month high, the next stock, uh, Healthcare Instruments, LNTH. This was the stock that had a sales growth of over 100%. Look at that graph. Again, remember, we looked at the market timing graph and what it looked like over the last year. This is over the last six months, definitely going against the trend of the market with great fundamentals behind it, pushing it higher. And last but not least, Monster, the energy drink. Look at that graph, rising earnings per share, earnings growth about the same as it was last year, but at 18%. Look at that sales growth. More and more people are buying. They're putting out a lot more flavors as well. And the sales growth at 22%. Folks, this is what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Are we in a recession? Everybody, a lot of people think that we're in a recession. I gave you the true definition of what it is. I know the market's moving down. There's no getting around that. 
But are we in a full bona fide recession? Understand where earnings are actually understand where the job market is. We're still at low unemployment. I I gave you my take on that unemployment number. I'm thinking, eh, but nonetheless, still low unemployment. People are not laying off people yet. People are still looking for people to work. Uh, the jobs are out there. So I'm putting that all out there as well. But nonetheless, provided you with six stocks for you to keep your eyes on that are doing well by the things that push stocks higher, earnings per share, earnings growth. And the fuel for that engine is the sales growth. And I made up a nice little search, came up with six stocks that I cherry picked for you. And that's that. Folks, this video is over. Don't forget to share, share, share this video with people to give them an understanding on what they could look for in these trying times right now. So until the next time, folks, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.